Hey, welcome to All Day Breakfast. We're here. We did it. We made it. We're all here together for another week. For another week of breakfast. What's uh what's on the what's on the sign behind you there, Alex? That's my AC Proud. That's my Algonquin College Acceptance banner. Damn. Got that in the mail, baby. An official student on our hands here. Yes, sir. I didn't get it in a mail, baby. I got it in the mail. Oh, comma, in the mail, baby. comma, baby. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good to clarify that because you just you just never know what people are thinking. Yeah. Of. Dude, I remember when I was in like grade five one time, my mom told me that commas were important because it's the difference between helping your Uncle Jack off a horse and helping your Uncle Jack off a horse. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious, huh? Good work. That, yeah. That's basically what, that's how they should teach grammar to kids. Like, if you screw this up, you could say something that might get you bullied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, damn, commas, sure commas are important. Yeah, yeah, so I made sure that I clarified male, mm. comma, baby, not okay. male baby. It wasn't a child who was a boy that I was speaking of, that I got my letter in. A, a, child, a child boy showed up and they said, you've been accepted to college. <laughs> Yeah, that's not what happened. My God, that would be elaborate. A man, a man in uniform, probably, or the other lady, possibly. I don't know. I didn't see him or her. Her? Off yeah. Into a slot, and then uh, I picked it up. That's exciting. That's exciting. So yeah, you're officially so, a student. Nice. I don't think yeah, I could be a student. No? No, I think, I've, I think I've been out of the game too long. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird, but whatever. It'll be no, fun. that's good for you, man. That's sick. Yeah, but I did. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to transition beautifully. Check this out. Mm -hmm. So I got this in the mail, but if you haven't been getting your mail, it could be because it was going <laughs> on the Suez Canal. Dude, a 220,000-ton ship <laughs> turned sideways because of strong winds? They said it was freakishly strong winds. How strong was this? Like, how... wait a second. Oh yeah, good. I'm recording. I thought I might not have been recording there. For some... <laughs> how how freakishly strong uh, is this wind? That it? Uh, are you kidding me? The biggest thing in the dude. Did that weight? Like when you say two hundred and twenty, whatever you said, two hundred twenty thousand tons. Yeah. So. Tons is one of those like measurements where like I've been explained it and I can like understand it mathematically, but like I have no frame of reference for it. It's like acres or when people are like, oh, it was a couple hectares. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah, so, I know. Like, Same here. A number as big as like 220,000 tons. I'm like, I don't even know. Is that like a hundred houses or is that like a football stadium? Like well, you have to give it to me like a night light, like a late night host would. Then they show you a picture. <laughs> then they show you a picture of this thing that's stuck and you go, Oh, that's okay. Like you, you see the tugboats and they're, they're like little tiny things trying to pull this thing away. Dude. It's insane how big it is. Like, and it looks like it's like fits like perfectly across the Suez because the picture is like hilarious yeah but <laughs> but like I don't understand how something that big is on water like I will never understand whatever crazy conspiracy like these people who are like claiming like oh, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams I'm like you're an idiot you don't know anything if you knew anything you'd be able to explain how a freighter does to me 
yeah yeah what how does it how does it work because like go ahead tell me how explain to me how this thing that weighs two hundred twenty thousand tons first of all explain that to me and yeah. then explain how the wind pushed it and then explain to me how it floated and then explain to me how that motherfucker like how we have an engine that produces enough power to push that thing across the whole planet are you serious Take shit from china to british columbia like are you insane yeah and so it, like you're t- you can't explain any of that to me which is just happening in the background on the daily but you're still here to convince me that you know how the inner workings of one of the like in most insane unique attacks of all time worked go fuck yourself <laughs> takes a drink of water yeah <laughs> that's right it's a gatorade water bottle what's up yeah boom staying hydrated son but yeah i don't understand how so and and like it, it looks like a problem you might have more often when you see the pictures like the whole the whole canal aspect of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dude, I, oh, dude, the fucking, what's that one in, um, the one that lets you go through Central America there in, by Peru? What's our canal called? I'm um, not sure. The one where the water goes up and down all the time. You ever seen that thing? Like, you know, it doesn't ring a bell. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no, I haven't, really? I haven't, I haven't thought about canals in a minute. Oh, you're kind of oh, back now. I'm back. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how this keeps happening. I'm so sorry to the no. listeners and you, Jim. Oh, hey, that's you know what? We might, maybe you could even edit that out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Then maybe leave this part in, so people will be like, "What? That must have been skillful <laughs> editing because I didn't even notice." Yeah, and everyone, and everyone leaves sales, happy. Jim. Yes. Show them why you edited talking rec. This is called the comedy album available now on Spotify and iTunes and anywhere else you get your music. That's that's goddamn right. Um, <laughs> so you did a Zoom comedy show. How oh, did it go? Yeah, I did. It was fantastic. What well, like what like what was your experience as as like an online cause a Zoom comedian? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I just have to clarify first because of like what everything was. It was like amazing and it was super fun to hang out with the comedians and like I really enjoyed the whole experience of it. Yeah. But I'm going to complain about it because I was absolutely right on every aspect of like what I thought Zoom comedy was going to be. Yeah. It was like there was at one point when everyone started, there was like the echoing of like, is it on? And then you hear like, is it on? And then like you hear that shit. And yeah. then, like, people would laugh, but then it would, like, fuck up your mic and your timing because it would be all weird. And there was, like, parts where it was laggy. And then, like, some of us didn't, like, all my sound equipment is at your house. So oh, I yeah. didn't have anything. So, like, this one lady, like, in the comments was like, note for the organizers, when they have a professional microphone, like the second comedian, like, it sounds much better. It's like, yeah, we know. I just didn't have access to my stuff. Okay, lady? yeah zoom show and then like some old lady fell asleep like while watching the show just like with her ipad there (laughs) okay well i remember i don't know technology good so i basically suck and like didn't know that i could see all the people i just was stuck on like my big face and then like one other person Mm. And and so like 
I just told everyone to like shut their mics off and then I was just gonna act as though I was killing. And then nice. I just like delivered the hell out of my jokes and like pretended like there was laughter and I like kept saying like laughter, 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 and then like moved really close to the camera. And then like nice. I talked to the NSA for a little bit. I was telling them I was doing that bit that I have about how uh tampax should lace their tampons with drugs. <laughs> so I was like telling the people listening on the microphone, I was like telling the NSA, I was like, steal my idea. I don't care. This is for the people. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. so i was like doing some of that stuff that was kind of fun and like but like yeah all the stuff that i thought was kind of gonna go wrong kind of went wrong and like i don't know it was it was for a really good cause and so like it wasn't a super professional like we didn't rent a studio and have a big production company we just it was all volunteer like done and driven and we sold mm -hmm. 400 tickets just off that's amazing of, like, us promoting on social media and stuff and we raised over four thousand dollars and like Ben was taking shots. And so I donated more money for them to like, I think Ben gets shots of donating money. So he's nice. taking shots. I think a couple other people were like in on it because they were like, send the link to the GoFundMe. So we're like, yeah, it's right here. Nice. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully we raised some money and it's uh, all went to a good cause. And it was fun enough that I didn't like dislike the experience, but it definitely wasn't like a revelation where I was like, I've been wrong this whole time. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. doing Zoom shows. Yeah, I did a Zoom show as well, and it was like it seemed like it's just so it's so difficult to do well. Like people's reaction coming in partway through your next step, like it. And this one was was like the premise was you're doing all new material, so just to, to like do like new nothing material into like a blank screen not even looking in video just like a blank screen uh it was like and then all the the usual like technical stuff like went wrong yeah. it was just like oh all my god this is this is so fucking hard it's like so yeah. difficult to like just it's it's so it just goes to show you that like the what makes the show is an audience 100 percent. well and this stuff's like i don't know it's not perfect like uh, the thing that i keep noticing about this is that like at least for now it seems still pretty temporary because like how many times have we done these podcasts now we still had like four technical difficulties already yeah i know so it's like i don't know there's little parts of the parts of the part of me likes that it's all failing like i like when it all goes bad because i'm like yes keep it temporary keep it off of the plate for when we come back i don't want to be doing zoom shows I don't want to be doing Zoom classes. I want to be able to go to bars and have like 10 tops. I don't want it to be like, okay, bars, you can only go in like people of five for the next five years. Like, I just, I want this to all feel temporary so that we keep fighting towards making the world normal again. Yeah. If this starts to feel normal, then people are just going to start doing this. And I really don't want that. No, no, I agree. Um, I think most people are are um, craving the social interaction of just being around other people again, though. So I think that's a big factor too. People are gonna want to get out and do stuff, but you're yeah. right. It, it could easily become it could easily become something that people, you know, expect. Yeah, well, there's already rumblings. Like I hear people being like, oh, a lot of companies are going to go to work from home now. You know, they're noticing their bills are down and productivity's up. And like, 
stuff like that and some people are liking it and stuff which is good i guess if you like if it works that's good but like i hope that it doesn't start seeping into industries like ours where it's like no we need the human aspect keep it human yeah i don't I mean, want you know. i don't want comedians to be the next self-checkout where you can just download a zoom comic like you know what i mean yeah no of course of course yeah People can work from home, like not necessarily because of Zoom. It's because of like being able to access remote networks and shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But that's what I mean. Is like what yeah. they start leaking that into the comedy, like it, that can yeah, easily start leaking into the entertainment industry. But like you said, the quality is so bad that, it, like, I can hear like a crackling on our recording right now, and it's like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like i i like that it's failing like i hate that our podcast doesn't sound great but i like that it's failing i like that this technology is failing yeah you're kind of a grinch like that yeah i am a bit of a cynic yeah alex <laughs> hates technology i'm just writing this in the notes alex hates technology <laughs> <laughs> I do, man. Oh, it's the grossest. I don't like it one bit. I like some of it. Don't get me wrong. I like intelligent technology. I don't like wasteful technology. Like, mm. I don't like technology for stuff that is, like, better just to go and actually do it. Like comedy. Yeah, exactly. And, like, music and, like, theater. Like, I'm really starting to miss movie theaters. I never thought I would, but, like, I tried to watch Interstellar the other day, and I was like, God damn it remember when you were in a movie theater watching mm. this and it was unbelievable and now it just sucks yeah i don't think i've gone to a movie theater in uh well you know pre pre-covid probably like a year or two yeah man see that's what i mean people like stop going bro you, I, I maybe i just this is probably what it is in my head i watched that last blockbuster documentary oh and like it got me so nostalgic and it got me so into like man she was talking about like how this lady has like because it still runs off of like the blockbuster software and like they're in they still are under contract with like the parent company that owned blockbuster and stuff oh really they're just literally a single blockbuster franchise and it all runs off of like blockbuster tech so she has like floppy disks and like she has to like maintain all the computers because like no one makes any of the parts anymore. So she like does wow. it all herself and stuff. And I'm like, bro, this is so sweet. And like people travel from like all over to go there. And I'm like, man, I would love to just take a girl on a date, like just surprise her with like, we're going to Blockbuster and we're getting fucking Orville Redenbachers and some M&Ms and like pick out a movie, get an R-rated flick. Like, oh, it boy. smells like Blockbuster, apparently. Everyone kept saying it smelled like Blockbuster during the movie. And I was like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know. I just feel like Blockbuster going out of business sucks. And, like, just movie theaters going out of business sucks. And I really don't want comedy to go out of business. Yeah. It suck. Like, no, I mean, I think... had an outdoor special and it, there was helicopters going by. It was amazing but it sucked. <laughs> we, uh, we recorded an episode of Dead Baby Bear in Kathleen's backyard. And uh, yeah, at one point a helicopter flew past. It didn't even feel like a windy day, but all through the mic is all through the, the whole thing. The mics are just like, 
just getting i was like yeah my god you need like insane pop screens to do outdoor podcasts like (laughs) yeah yeah like i just oh that was a thing and i was thinking about this it's frustrating because we were talking about this today um it's frustrating that all the people who are getting organized and protesting are like doing it for crazy things when it should just be like hey shut everything down and give us subsidies that should be like what the protests are for yeah <clears throat> well so basically you guys yeah. getting organized and marching like why not just ask for subsidies and a shutdown like that it seems like the smart thing well we're a, we're over a year into it so who knows what the smart thing is yeah i guess i mean that too but all like yeah and there's just so much going on in the world that I I don't like that it feels backwards it feels it feels like the opposite of everything they taught us as children you know what I mean Mm. where they're like money comes second family comes first what's important is like the health and safety of the community and like we want to make it better for everyone but as soon as we're in crisis they're like Fuck you. Keep being a cog in the machine. We're not going to tax any businesses, any extra. Go fuck yourselves. Um, And also, you can't see your friends or family. No, those 30 strangers that come into your work every day, feel free to talk to them the fuck all you want. But you cannot have friends over. And it's like, all the values you taught me as a kid were the opposite, is that if you can only see 30 people a day, make sure it's your loved ones, your friends and family, and you're being safe and kind to each other. Not that if you can only see 30 people a day, make sure that it's for profit for someone else. The fuck is that about? <laughs> Man, ever since you became a student, you, you became like real, <laughs> real radical. <laughs> I become radicalized. Dude, I'm yeah. this it's all big and shit. Yeah, man. I know. You look, yeah, bro. You look, yeah, you look, bro. <laughs> you look, <laughs> you look like someone who's ready to march, man. <laughs> I don't know. I just have these ideas that pent up inside of me, and well, I finally thought them out enough to rage about them. Good. That's good. And I, I did a Zoom show. So I honestly feel like liberated, bro. I was telling Ben Crew, like I, I was preparing and he's like, how do you feel about it? I was like, dude, genuine, like this is not a joke and it's going to sound like one. I almost cried. I was like sitting there almost crying, just like writing jokes. I was like, this is stupid. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I, just... I just felt liberated. Nice. So nice. I feel good, good now. That's good. Um, did you see that uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was in the news recently? Holy mama. What, so, what a roller coaster. What, what a, a roller, coaster. roller coaster. So the guy starts The guy starts off by saying, oh, look, I got these, these fucking shrimp tails. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch goes back and says, oh, no, that's just cinnamon. Turns out it's he's married to Topanga. Yeah, okay. When did oh. you come into this? Uh, like yesterday, I think. Yeah. So did you see the whole story at once or did you see just the original tweet? Oh, uh, no, I, I saw the whole story at once. Yeah. Buddy, so I, yeah, I just saw the original tweet. Like I just saw like this dude found Cinnamon Toast Crunch and then our shrimp tails in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and the Cinnamon Toast Crunch was like, no, nah, man, that's just sugar and stuff. And then he like took them out and like close up was like, no, nah, they're in my hand, dude. These is shrimp tails. Yeah. Dude, there was like, so, there was like, like rat shit on them. Oh, mama. 
Oh yeah, it was like found de- dental gross. floss in one of the bags. Oh. Like what? Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was my shit growing up. Ew. But now so, I'm yeah, scared. Anyways, I came in there and then like I watched the story unfold as they're like, oh yeah, it turns out that this guy used to be like a musician. He was like a rapper for a while. That I heard that, yeah. And then I heard and he's then, getting milkshake ducked now, which is like an internet thing where when you initially are the good guy and then more stuff comes out and you're the bad guy, like apparently he's he's getting like me too or something or I don't know. Oh my god! I, I, just, I, I was on I was on Twitter before the show and I was like, what does milkshake ducked mean? <laughs> That's so also, just like a funny coincidence about all of this. His last name is like Carp, and her last name is some other fish related. It's like Fisher. Fisher, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. That's bizarre. I bet you they. I bet you they did that on purpose. <laughs> and yeah, it's funny that it's Topanga. Like, why is this oh. dude married to Topanga? Like, how, why yeah. Is this old rapper married. Why is this old white rapper married to Topanga? Yeah. Why are they eating? Dusty old cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, where do they shop? God, the bag was taped up. But the this like the one that came from a sealed bag that had shrimp tails in it. That is disgusting. Did you hear what people's theories were about that? That some like rats yeah. had made a home in the bag of flour, and so the rat tail, or the, so the the shrimp tails and all the other debris they found oh. was just this the stuff that they'd scavenged. Because he he had pictures of other cinnamon toast crunches with little like black marks on them, and then they're like, yeah, that's probably like rat feces or whatever, caked oh, onto the bro, dude. The grossest that, story. You know what's so gross is that makes so much sense. Okay, so in automotive, every once in a while, we'll find like little mouse or squirrel nests and stuff and it's like exactly that like they'll just find shit from like other garages and stuff and Hmm. or like around the neighborhood like steal out of garbage bags and they climb up into like the air intake of your engine and they make little nests like underneath your air filter so they'll find like raccoons and stuff like we found dead baby mice in there like a whole bunch oh my god and like yeah so and we'll find like bird seed and like yeah old like yeah it's like shit like that like shrimp tails and whatever that is like yeah but i I think that for me the biggest ah there was some there's there's a few big turns right the the biggest turn for me was that he's married to topanga i was like what out of nowhere yeah but then he's uh then he's he's got two albums out from his old rap career turns he's a comedian apparently that's so weird yeah, and like I didn't even know if Topanga was like I assumed she was like overdosed or something. Oh, I I knew she was around. I'm like she's she was uh what what when I was a kid, I was like, like those, she's such a babe. Yeah, like what happens to those like teenage yeah. heartthrob girls? Yeah, or the boys like Jonathan Taylor Dude. Thomas or whatever. What's he doing? Bro, uh so Brad was telling me the other day he's like man there's like these weird like kind of famous people but they don't really ever do anything but they're just sort of like famous and they hang with all these rappers like have you ever heard of Aaron Carter (laughs) (laughs) yeah I was like 
Yeah, bro. That's like one of the Backstreet Boys' younger brothers. Like, yeah, but he always just like hangs out and like talks like he's a rapper and just he, he's like in videos. And stuff. He started an OnlyFans, I think. All right, I guess. I'm pretty sure. I think what he's one he of the yeah. He's. Life, I think he's a little out there. Yeah, he's a wacko. Oh my god. That's yeah, Jonathan right. Taylor Thomas was the one I remember from being from being a kid. I think he was in Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, when I was younger, it was um who's that teen wolf guy? Oh, Robert Pattinson or something? Yeah, yeah, but the werewolf one. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh when everyone played the werewolf in the Twilight thing. Gotcha. Twilight Werewolf. Yeah, yeah. The girls loved that guy when I was in high school. They were all about it. Nice. Um, <laughs> did you hear that um, uh, an NHL referee got fired today? No, for what? So he got caught on a hot mic saying to the Nashville bench during a game, like, oh, that was like, he basically was like, that was a soft penalty that I called, but like, you know, I wanted to give you guys one or something. Um, and so, and it was like, it was a very like tiny clip sort of taken, well, not taken out of context, but just like given without context where he basically is like, yeah, I, I admit, like I called a soft penalty to kind of even things up. Um, and the NHL just like straight up fired him. That's so crazy. I thought that's what refs did. I thought that's what they were there for. I thought that was their job. Well, I think, th I think the idea though, was like in a game, if a team like this is what one, this is what Matt Duchesne said he's like if you earn 10 power plays uh you should like the, the the ref shouldn't give you some penalties just to even it up yeah yeah but I, I figured like I didn't mean in that sense but like if you know that you missed a call earlier you're gonna give them a soft one in a minute like you know what I mean like if yeah you but see I don't but like stick on I don't know if that's like how they see, always call it anymore you see that you missed one like you know what I mean like you you missed one as a ref then you watch a replay and you're like oh oof that was a high stick my bad the next slash that you see you're calling it even if it's soft as hell like you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah but what uh, elliot friedman uh, was saying uh it might have implicate it might sort of have to do with like there's a lot of sports betting going on and there's a lot more sports betting on hockey and stuff and so if there's a perception that the refs are like taking things into their own, yeah. like not, not calling a fair game. But Bro, this reminds me, okay, this is so funny. This reminds me of this thing that happened at a show where like, if they would have just left it alone, no one would have been like, oh, that was sports betting related. But because the upper manager was like, hey, fire that guy because it sounds like we're doing sports betting now. It's like, okay, that makes us obviously all know that you are doing sports betting, you fucking idiot. Like, it's way more shady to cut this dude for doing absolutely nothing than to start no. being like, no, no, we're defending it. We don't want to have unfair circumstances. No, I like mean... If they you, really cared about refereeing, they wouldn't have fucking replacement refs in the NHL and all those garbage, like, callbacks on blue line bullshit. All right, man. <laughs> no, but like... I don't know. I just think fucking... I, the refs... You you can't you you can't the league pretending the league pretending like they care about crooked refs because they got caught off of a cliff is such a stupid league move. 
I mean, I don't know that they've ever shown to like not care about, but like um, they were saying like the prop bets and stuff are so are so popular now that like, a, you know, a penalty here and there could be could be affecting a bunch of bets. And if it's just like, oh, well, I missed a call earlier, so I'm going to even it up. I think that that might even be more of like an old school way of refing too, because I don't, I don't think they, I, it's just like how they stopped putting the whistle away in the playoffs. They don't, they don't like let them play anymore anyways. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They should just let the refs call them as they see them. No, they sh- like they sh- they should call penalties if they s- if they see them and if they miss them or don't see them, they should fucking. Nah, man, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they should fire them, but. Um... I think there's times as a referee where you need less stuff go. Like that's what I liked about sport was like there's sometimes that it just comes down to like judgment. Like if you see a guy that's just been like beaten up on a dude all day, and then you see the dude get him back with one, don't call it. You yeah, but this isn't what happened. Like, that, yeah, that, but that's letting stuff go isn't what happened. That's not like the, he he said like, oh, I'm, you know, it was kind of soft, but I had to give you guys one. Yeah, because sometimes it's you give them a soft one, but you gotta give. So them what? One. So what rule is that? Oh, I had to give you guys one. Like, that's what I said earlier. Like, if you see a high sticking, but you like if you didn't call it, but you see it on the replay. Then the next penalty that you see, even if it's soft, you're like, I owe you one. I owe you guys a penalty. You got an unfair advantage oh, for that dirty high sticking that you got a goal off of. So here's a soft one for a slasher. Mm, sometimes. I don't think that happens all yeah. the time. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of relating it more to football in my head, but that happens all the time with pass interference. Like this stupid garbage, like hand mm-hmm. fighting that happens downfield. And sometimes they call it on the D and sometimes they call it on oh, the yeah. Sometimes they let them fight. Like yeah, sometimes they make a soft call because they missed, they blew something earlier. Yeah, but it was pretty interesting. Have you ever got caught on like a hot mic saying something stupid? No, I mean I've been caught on mics saying stupid shit, but I always knew that it was live. <laughs> yeah, I was holding the mic. <laughs> yeah, I was fully aware of what I was doing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> What about you? you ever I, well, I used to work. I used to work in radio, and there was like when I was new, I would like I had so much stuff. I had to like so many buttons to push and stuff. And there was the odd occasion where I like, screwed something up, and I thought that I said like "fuck" or something, and I had to wait for a full hour for to be able to look back on the hour <laughs> to see. And I, there was so many nights where I was like so stressed out. Like I guarantee I said at that time, like no, but I always was good. But I remember like so many times being like, like trying to hit all these buttons and then just being like, oh, fuck. Oh man, that's so funny. That's happened again. Like this is related, but unrelated in my, my experience at work where like with car stuff, I'll like have a car leave and I'm like, I put that back. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I did. And I'm like, oh yeah. But did I? Like, no, I did. And they'll like, Look, be like looking around for it and like my co-workers like what are you doing I'm like I'm oh, just organizing tools like yeah. <laughs> and then like it doesn't ever come back and then like we're good like it's almost always good but I've had a couple times where I've had to like call them back in and be like hey man like I'm gonna be honest like I just want to make sure that I put this back and they can and I'm like yeah I'm good we're good see you later yeah yeah 
well, yeah, you don't want to be the guy that's like, did, did I did I do that or did I not do that? Exactly. Well, and I figure most people would rather drive back to the shop and have me double check and be like, yes, I was right, than just let, let me ignore my gut feeling that I might have left something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Um, <laughs> I was... Uh, I was watching quite a bit of basketball this past week. And like, obviously there was the NCAA stuff, but um, I was just like, I just had this thought about basketball that like, I, the thing I love the most about basketball is how they celebrate the little, they sell, like they celebrate the shit out of the little stuff, all the little things. And it's like, it's in game. It's like on the bench, the players get hyped. The crowd goes nuts. Like uh, basically like a, a good crossover or like a poster or just otherwise like disrespectfully good and people like just go crazy. And the, the phrases are so good, like like posterizing someone, like that's a, putting a guy on a poster. And, uh, and like <laughs> when uh, when you cross a guy up and, and like he's kind of, like, kind of stumbling and like, oh, he put him on skates. Or like, get this guy a map. Like there's so, the commentators are so cruel. <laughs> like, holy buddy, never played basketball before? Oh, fuck. What Corian? And like, and it ha anytime that happens ever. And there's like some legendary moments where it's just like, yeah, he just crossed this guy up. Dude, watching James Harden cross people up, like, I'm not even a big basketball guy, but like, that is unbelievable. Yeah, like, watching him just so like, funny. just rock a guy to sleep, dribbling, and then just like, Droom. Yeah, it's so good. Just seeing a dude actual like shattered ankles. Like, dude, I think he actually twisted an ankle there. Like, it looks oh, like man. he hurt himself. But, but like, it's it's so funny because like one of the most celebrated moments of Allen Iverson's career is the one time when he crossed up Michael Jordan, and it's just like a thing that happened in one game when he was young. But like, they'll still like people will still talk to him about it. Like, remember the time you crossed up MJ? It's like, yeah, man. And like, yeah, there's, man, there, yeah, there's like little short films about it and shit. It was <laughs> or there was one time where he hit a yeah, shot and then like stepped over a guy, just like walking back to the court and just like the disrespectful, like that was so good that I stepped over. It became like a legendary moment. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, dude, what was that Kobe thing where the guy like faked the shot at his face and he just like kept staring like yeah, right at his eyes even... and didn't even nothing. Not yeah for a second oh man it was unreal but yeah i just that love it's so legendary i just love like all the little all the little highlights get so much celebration and no other sport like yeah, really really celebrates like that like dude yeah bill burr is so funny he like hates it he always talks about on his podcast like in uh football when guys are down by like 30 or whatever and they're celebrating sacks he's like dude look at the scoreboard look at the scoreboard yeah he's yeah like, yeah bro but you also just like absolutely dummy drew Brees. you're not gonna not celebrate you're not gonna game. you're gonna do that a couple times a year if you're lucky yeah yeah exactly some people never get a lay drew Brees out their whole career yeah no one's gonna be able to ever again yeah oh man i'm never gonna watch drew Brees get dummied shit Never again, bro. I gotta see it live. I gotta see it live, bro. I gotta go to the most exciting bad football game ever. It <laughs> was a Panthers. It was a Panthers Monday nighter in Carolina playing New Orleans. So it was like a rivalry primetime game. 
and it ended up being like an 11 to 9 game. <laughs> but the nine points that the Panthers scored were absolutely insane. It was Christian McCaffrey threw for a touchdown, like fake hand or like handoff, and then McCaffrey on a rollout bombs it for a touchdown, which wow. was insane. Got to watch that live on Monday night. And then the other two points that we got were a 106-yard interception return on the two-point attempt. Oh. So, like, I got to watch, and it was a rookie. It was Dante Jackson, who I absolutely love, especially since that fucking day. Just, like, interception, 106 yards. I was, like, going absolutely bananas. Like, it was the craziest. They scored nine points, but it was the most exciting nine points yeah. I've ever seen Damn. in my entire life. Oh, and man. I got to see Drew Brees get absolutely smoked. Luke Keekley sacked him, and I was like, take that, you punk ass. I was so excited. So happy. Man, being so hype in the middle of a crowd is is something I miss so I miss much. It. Like being like at a playoff game and like a big thing happens. I was at a Blue Jays playoff man. game once where like they won an extra innings on like a crazy play. And it was just like, I lost my voice. I got a lot. I've, I've, and I, I flat out lost my voice and like for like a week because I was just like Bro, screaming. If we. Man, if we ever go to Eskimos game and PD gets the ball, I'm going to go absolutely bananas. Yes. That yes. is going to be so much fun. So the CFL uh, is is potentially teaming up with the XFL. That's sick. I man. hope. Oh, man. I the, just, the Rock. The Rock is coming back to, to save his old league, man. The league that got him. The league that started him. That's, what he <laughs> That's said. amazing. The, the CFL is coming to get the Bombers. No man, he was cut. He was cut from the Stampeders, and that like oh, start yeah, yeah. that like started him on his roll to like working to get to wherever he got to. Yeah, didn't he play for the Blue Bombers too? I don't think so. Or just the Stampeders? Oh, all right. I think just well, the Stamps. But yeah, anyways, he was saying like he, he like shouted out the CFL, and because he's an owner in the XFL, he's like, yeah, I want to like help the league or whatever. That's sick, dude. I just want, here's the thing is I really don't love like the XFL particularly, but I just want real football to come to Canada. I'm so sick of this three down gigantic <laughs> field, weird ball. You can't hit a guy if he's returning the punt for some reason. Bullshit. I just want real football here. I just want four downs. Just give me, I want a game that has a run game, please. <laughs> please. Yeah, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll budge on the downs if they partner up with the old XFL. But maybe. I hope so. I hope we get four down football, and then the Edmonton football team. Oh no, I said the E word earlier. I think. Uh oh, the uh, uh, the Edmonton the Edmonton football recreational gentlemen. Yeah, the Hell Hounds. <laughs> Oh, I think that one's probably going to end up winning this game. I hate it. Happens. I know. People are like, oh, but it's this like really crazy dog. It's like, yeah, okay. But I, like, okay. Should have been elk. I like the elk better. I don't mind that, yeah. Just like something dumb and simple. Or the elite. I don't understand what's going on with the elite. Edmonton elite sounds pretty dope. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that could be like co-opted by right-wing groups. <laughs> Too easily. We are the elite. All these lawyers, they're like, we are the fiscal elite. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, CFL, I don't know. It's it's fun to go in the summer. 
I, I like don't I remember the end of a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, bro. I think we talked about this before with the 50-50 game. Oh my god. The 50-50 game was insane. I didn't even see the game. Yeah. And then I just it was crazy. It was... it was a crazy game. We talked about this before. It was a good yeah. game. You missed a good game. Uh, yeah, dude, I've had so much fun. Did you go to, you went to Nate? Did you ever use the I didn't go to Nate, Nate. discount? No, I never went oh, to Oh, I thought you took radio I went to McEwen. television there. Oh, nope. fancy boy. Were you guys linked up with uh, the the Edmonton E-words at all? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, we had like a student, there was like a student zone and I don't know, Ooh. you got know, like cheap tickets and a beer or whatever the hell. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I liked it. And then we always took the BP's bus, the Boston pizza. Like, you go to BP's and get yeah. wasted, dude. It was so funny just to, like, have a bunch of people just absolutely shammered in the BP's lounge before an Eskimos game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just so good. Just like, 15, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Guys getting just hammered off Canadian. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. Me and my brother. My brother has a bunch of, I don't know if he still has it, but he used to have a bunch of old, like, Gizmo Williams memorabilia. Oh, man. Gizmo was my guy. Dude, I saw Gizmo Williams, like, personal training someone at Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. The guy is an absolute machine. Oh, like, I yeah. He He's so fit. Is Yeah, and, like, a monster. He's such, like... It was so funny watching him train. I was like, dude, I want this guy to be my personal trainer. He's like so motivational. He's just like in your face, like screaming amazing things about you. As oh, you bro. Lift. I would love to have, I would love to have the Giz as my personal trainer. I would just be so, I would, that'd be sick, man. I met him as a little kid. Oh. Bro, yeah. same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was the junior Eskimo for a day once. So I got to like be on the sidelines. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought you had to like have a disability for that or something. No, nah, man. You just had to enter a contest at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> McDonald's. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I got a jersey and shit. It I was love, awesome. I love that the way it's like linked up through some weird, they're like Safeway kick to win. You're like, what does Safeway have to do with this? Yeah, I know. I know. You're like, okay, they sponsor it, I guess. I always feel bad for the people on Oilers broadcast when it's because it's like uh, save on foods, score and win or whatever. And it'll be like, oh, that McDavid goal. Oh, so and so from Sherwood Park has won 75,000 save on points. It's like, oh, I'd be sitting there like, I'd be like, 75,000 say dollars, please say dollars. It's just like save on foods points. Be like, oh, man. That's probably still good. I don't know. Barbecues. That's probably still good, but you know, I just, I just feel like usually there's money getting given away, and it's like, oh man, I would. Yeah, I don't know what the like levels. I never know what a good point system is. Everyone always tries to sell you on their thing. Walmart tried to get you sign up for a credit card today. Mm-hmm. Went to buy work shoes, and they're like, sign up for a credit card. I was like, what do you know? Like, no, I'm not going to. Every Oilers game you go to, like, get a blanket. Sign him for a credit card. You're like, I don't want a blanket. Yeah, like, what is that? how enticing do you think a shitty blanket is? Yeah, I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's insane. I don't know. I Like, I might have told this also on the podcast before, but who knows? I got, like, a, one of those student price 
SPC credit cards when I was like 18. Oh, yeah. And you could either get like 0.2% cash back or whatever the hell, or you could get air miles. And I was like, okay, well, like this cash back thing is ridiculous. I mean, like 80 bucks. So I'll just get air miles. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like got air miles when I was 18. And like this year, I got enough air miles to get a round trip to anywhere in North America. It took 11 oh. years. Oof. Wow. Wow. That's good, man. That's good progress. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been like actively collecting or anything. I've just been kind of like taking it off my credit card, but yeah, yeah. It's going to be patient, baby. Yeah, it's the long game. I'll get three vacations in my life at this rate. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're you're starting to crack up again here, bro. What? The podcast. Uh huh. I said, bad connection this feels like the markings of the end of the podcast it's yeah how long so been. it's been about 45 so let's uh let's say bye to the people all right oh yeah everything's uh the the show is postponed oh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah we finally decided as uh as a province to make the right decision for the first and it time ended up that. fucking you yeah it was pretty good it was pretty funny well Maybe next time.